Hello, Williamson County, and welcome to a new edition of It's About You, an informational program about the classes, activities, and special events offered by the Williamson County Parks and Recreation Department. Well, as we continue into the fall, Williamson County Parks and Recreation has a plethora of activities planned over the next couple of months. Today, we're going to spend time with two of our staff members from probably one of our busiest divisions that have their hands in a little bit of everything, and that's our programming division. From special events, arts and crafts classes, recreational programs, health and wellness classes, and even children's performing arts programs, our programming division does a little bit of everything. Starting out for the first half of our show today, we're going to spend some time with our recreation specialist from the Fairview Recreation Complex. His name is Andrew Hawkin. He's here to talk to us about a very special upcoming community event. Andrew, thanks for joining us today. Happy to be here. So, so happy to have you here to talk about what kind of feels like a reoccurring event, but is actually a brand new event for our department. Um, and I feel like it's a reoccurring event because we've taken two of our existing Fairview Community special events and kind of rolled them into one this year. Um, and so we're really excited to present our first Sirens and Suites uh, coming up the end of October. Um, but tell us a little bit about how you all in the programming division decided to come up with this event and kind of the components that you've took, taken from some previous Fairview community events to build this new one. So after about 10 years of EMS Nightlights, which was a big success, success out in the Fairview community, um, our special event calendar kind of got switched around on us a little bit. So it, with it being moved back towards October 26th, we thought it'd be nice to incorporate a more Halloween type event with it. So we got sirens and sweets out of our EMS nightlights and our Halloween blowout. And Halloween blowout has been a successful community event in Fairview for so, so many years. Um, but like our director is always pushing us to is, you know, think of the next thing, think what's coming up or think of how you can expand on the things um, that might be working well for you, but that you could take to another level. And that's exactly what the programming staff did with this new event, Sirens and Suites, uh, incorporating some very successful elements of to past community events from the Fairview um, area and developing something all new. So like you said, our very first Sirens and Suites is going to be coming up on Saturday, October the 26th. It's from 6 to 8 p.m. It's going to be in the parking lot at the Fairview Recreation Complex. Um, and tell us a little bit about what this event is going to entail because you have a lot rolled into this one night. Yes, yeah, so we will still have all of our local EMS um, support vehicles out, Fairview Fire Department, uh, a couple uh, towing companies in Fairview, Williamson County Highway Department will be coming out, and we're still working on getting the last few bits out in the parking lot. And uh, this year, in addition to being able just to walk around and interact with all these people, the kids will be able to trick-or-treat from uh, in between each individual vehicle. Um, so this event pulls from one of our very popular department events, Touch a Truck, yes. but puts a little bit of a different spin on it where we're highlighting emergency service organizations across Williamson County. Um, and doing this event at night gives us an opportunity to really set those vehicles apart when you can turn on all the lights and see the grand show that they put on. Yes, well, it'd be a little bit difficult to have sirens and suites in the daytime when the <laughs> sirens don't quite stand out. So. That'll work out well. 
So this does have kind of a touch-a-truck vibe to it. So there's an opportunity for kids to explore a lot of different types of community service vehicles. Um, obviously, a lot of the standards stand out, like ambulances and fire trucks and police cars. But like you said, you're working with a couple of different organizations to bring out some different kind of service vehicles as well. Correct. Um, so in years past, we've also had um, highway response units from TDOT. We've had... Um, tow trucks, like I said, from mm -hmm. the community, as well as in years past, Vanderbilt Life Flight has been kind enough to support our event by landing their helicopter in the middle of the ball fields during the event. And we look forward to all those components being a part of our event this year as well. Um, but like you said, a, a thing that's a little bit different this year, taking one of the elements from Halloween blowout, since this is the weekend before Halloween, we're letting kids come in their costumes and we'll have trick-or-treating stations set up throughout the event. Correct. Um, so they'll be trick-or-treating through the different trucks and through different vehicles in addition to be able to play those Halloween style um, carnival games that we'll have set up in the parking lot where they'll be, where they'll be able to um, additionally win some more candy. More, just, just, just in case they haven't had candy. enough sugar yet, yeah. we'd, like to, we'd like to load them up. Trust me, there's always plenty of sugar, but yes. <laughs> so um, another very successful component of the Halloween blowout was always the carnival games. So I'm happy to see those live on in Sirens and Sweets as well. Carnival games are not the only attractions that will be there that night. Um, you do have a lot of other activities planned as well. We will have a bounce house. We will have raffle prizes to give away. Food trucks will be there so people can uh, purchase refreshments to prolong their enjoyment of the event. And just fun for everybody is what I love about these events. So many of the community events that we do are really not for just one specific age group. I mean, obviously, when you're thinking about an event with trick-or-treating and things like that, you know, it does seem to place itself within a certain age group. But there's different things going on throughout the night that a variety of kids and adults can enjoy as well. So we've really tried to build a very family-friendly event um, that anyone in a household can enjoy and participate in. Correct. We like to market it as a community event and the community encompasses all age range, all age ranges. And as a parent of a young child um, who spends a lot of time thinking about their Halloween costume and a lot of time shopping for their Halloween costume and a lot of time really involved in that Halloween costume, Thank you for the extra chance to wear our Halloween costume. <laughs> Trying to get a little bit more bang for your buck out there. Yeah. One more time to use it. Sirens and Sweets can be the test run to Halloween night. You know, make sure everything fits right. Make sure your makeup's looking good. I have come to learn as my daughter's gotten older and older. The costume is one thing, but everything else that she wants to add in addition to the costume is something else. And we definitely could use a couple of dry runs at it. <laughs> So we will love to see you and your family and all your friends at our first annual Sirens and Sweets event. Again, it's coming up on Saturday, October the 26th. It'll be from 6 to 8 p.m. in the parking lot at the Fairview Recreation Complex. It's a completely free community event. We invite everyone to come out and join us for tons of fun uh, with our emergency and response vehicles on site, trick-or-treating, Carnival-style games, bounce houses, and lots more fun and excitement. Uh, because it is during that dinner time hour, we also will have several food trucks available that night as well. Concessions are available for um, a separate fee. Um, but all in all, I think it's going to be a wonderful night in Fairview and a great way to really celebrate our community and this special time of year.
I hope so too. We're looking forward to it. If you would like more information about Sirens and Suites, you can get it from our website at wcparksandrec.com. Um, and Andrew, I wish you the best of luck with your first event, and I hope you'll come back to share some other programs and, and events with us in the future. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for joining us. Y'all stay tuned. When we come back, we'll spend the second half of our show talking with our programming superintendent, Laurie Camunin, about more programming coming up this fall, including an expanded roster of children's theater opportunities, plus some great uh, fine and cultural arts programs. Y'all stay tuned. I, I really didn't feel safe anymore at home. Sometimes I wouldn't eat. It was like this hunger pain in your stomach. It was just so lonely. I just felt like I was not important to anyone. I never thought homelessness could happen to someone like me. I remember coming here and I felt comfort, I felt safe. Graduating, graduating as valedictorian, getting a job, keeping the job, it's just a good feeling. Because I've completely turned my life around, made it into what I've always wanted it to be. There's people out there who can help. There's people out there who care. And things can get better. If you call 1-800-RUNAWAY, you will get connected to the help you need. Welcome back to It's About You. Today we're talking about some of the different programs from within our programming division. Um, the programming division is one of the most comprehensive divisions that we have within the Williamson County Parks and Recreation Department because of the wide variety of the types of classes and programs that they offer. Special and community events are just one component of what this division works on on a daily basis. Over the past couple of years though, a segment of this division that has really exploded is our children's theater opportunities. We have taken a tremendous program, the Starbright Players, and grown it into a barrage of theater opportunities for young children that has just been unparalleled to anything I've seen our department do before. Joining us in the second half of our show today is our programming superintendent, Laurie Camunin. She's going to talk to us about a lot of these children's theater opportunities, as well as some additional arts programs that our department will be offering this fall. Laurie, it's great to have you back. Always good to be back. Well, I love that we have you here to talk about theater because <laughs> for me, this will always be your baby. Um, when I started the department, you were the main driving force behind the Starbright players and we're always so passionate about these productions and these shows and these programs and over your years of service with the department to see what it's been able to accomplish the past couple of years as we've added all these additional components into the mix is truly phenomenal. I know you just have to be over the moon with it. Absolutely. It kind of burst my heart a little bit to see more and more kids come to the program and every time they step out on stage and show off their talents and we have unbelievably talented kids in this community and having a stage for them to perform on and, and get to see them shine and, and perform for their parents and friends and family, it's, it's very satisfying. So I'm very thankful that we've had the opportunity to put this program together and, and grow it the last couple years that we have. Well, let's start off with the musical theater experience program. Okay. So for years, the model of children's theater in our department was the traditional audition, rehearsal, performance. Correct. Um, 
format. Yes. But um, just a couple years ago, we were able to bring in an instructor to help us develop more of a class or a workshop for children who are interested in the performing arts. Right. And it's been an amazingly successful program. These kids register for a musical theater experience class, just like any other class within a department. Their first class is their audition process, and it's kind of secretly rolled into the mix. And then rather than rehearsals, they just have weekly classes that they attend as they prepare for a performance at the end of an eight-week class schedule. Now, what's really unique about this program is uh, we backed up the ages a little bit. Our Starbright program is usually for ages seven through seniors in high school. And so we wanted to start doing some introductory programs to start getting the younger kids ready to roll into Starbright. So uh, the musical theater experience class uh, is for ages five to 10. So it's a younger group. And then that gives those older kids in that component, the eight, nine, and 10 year olds, the opportunity to really have some lead roles mm -hmm. that typically if they go into Starbright, they're going to be mostly a part of the ensemble, you know, part of the cast. So it gives them the opportunity to have some leads. Uh, and then the class itself is teaching all about theater, not just rehearsal for the show, but they get some different components of the parts of a stage and learning, you know, entrances and exits and, and things that they need to, to know as they're becoming actors. And it's, well, my daughter's enrolled in the program, so I can tell you it's so much fun for the kids involved. Um, and, and what I love is every week they, they just seem to get more and more entrenched in what they're doing and, and really getting that knowledge base behind what theater yeah. is. It's great, and I'm thrilled that we've been able to, to launch it in a couple of our different mm -hmm. facilities so it's not just in the Franklin area. Um, we have a very successful musical theater class in the Nolansville Rec Center as well. And they're able to do their performances at our Artsatorium in the College Grove area, which is a beautiful little theater that sits out in the country. And it's really no further distance than driving to Nashville or anything like that. But uh, it just is this quaint little building that sits out there. So it's nice to have performances in there. And the community's really embraced um, once they have their classes at the Nolansville Rec Center to go down to the Artsatorium for their performances. And then in Franklin, we rehearse at the Franklin Recreation Center. Um, for the classes, and then we move their performance um, to the performing arts uh, facility there at Academy Park. So um, it's nice to be able to branch out, use the different facilities, and, and take it to different parts of the county so that we can grow the program and make it a little bit easier for people to access. Absolutely. And our, our Nolan School-based class this year um, was doing Annie Kids yes. for their production and show. The Franklin-based class is doing the Aristocat Kids. Correct. Um, and we really can't wait to see both these shows. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Annie Kids is going to be the weekend of October 17th and 18th. Yes. Uh, Aristocat Kids is the second weekend in November. Correct. Um, on Friday, November the 8th and Saturday, November the 9th. Um, tickets are currently on sale for Annie kids yeah. and tickets for the Aristocats will go on sale October the 15th. Tickets can be purchased through our website at mm -hmm. WCParksAndRec.com. Log on and check it out. Tickets are only $7 per person right. um, and really it, even if you just have young kids who are who you think would just like seeing a play, this is the great opportunity to really introduce other children to theater. Absolutely. So families may come out and just enjoy, the, enjoy this as a, uh, an experience to have a night out to do something fun with your family uh, or an afternoon. 
Um, but then it may also be that you have a little ham at home and you might want to introduce them a little bit to see what the, the performances are like and introduce them so that maybe the next time when we do our next uh, go around of classes that they would be ready to join us. So, yeah, and we always love to have new people join us. Yeah, and we're excited. Our, our classes for the spring, we're actually going to do the same show at both of the different locations. Uh, easier on putting sets together and costumes and all sure. that kind of stuff. Um, but we're going to be doing Willy Wonka, so we're really excited. So people that, that haven't seen that show uh, in this area in a while, that would be something great to jump into for springtime. Absolutely. And information about that program will actually be in our winter quarter newsletter that's coming Correct. out in mid-November. This is a program that will actually start in January of mm -hmm. 2020. So. If you have a kid at home that might be interested, Absolutely. information will be coming out in the next couple of weeks, and we would love to see more people involved in musical theater experience classes. Absolutely. Um, we'll jump next to Rising Stars. Mm -hmm. So Rising Stars started out as Starbright Junior. Right. Um, and then it was just got a little too confusing for us, I think, in terms of which group of theater kids are we talking right. about? And so we um, changed that to Rising Stars. Yes. But this is just another great theatrical um, program and opportunity for kids to get more exposure and development in the performance. Right. Again, this is for the younger age group. So this is for ages in kindergarten through eighth grade. Um, and we are going to be doing the production of Little Mermaid Junior. And we will have our director back as Blandina Vergara-Cruz. We're very excited to have her coming back. Um, she did a wonderful production with Aladdin uh, this past summer. Mm -hmm. So we're looking forward to this winter and uh, production with her again. So they're going to have auditions for the Little Mermaid Junior um, the middle of November, mm -hmm. Sunday, November the 17th. Auditions will take place from 1.30 to 4.30 p.m. at the Franklin Recreation Complex. Uh, we'll go through a typical rehearsal schedule for mm -hmm. this show, and then performances are actually going to be the second weekend in December, correct? Uh, yes. Perfect, that's and correct. that's also going to take place at the Williamson County Performing Arts Center. Um, you know, one of the things I have to say that I love about this are the titles that we choose for these shows because we always choose very relevant titles to children in general um, so that they have an idea of what they're actually doing. Sure. Because we offer these programs for such young children, starting with five-year-olds and kindergartners and things like that, we realize everyone's not going to be totally up on their reading skills <laughs> yet and really able to go through a script and really yes. process all the lines and the plots and that kind of thing. So I love the titles that we pick that are very familiar with children. Absolutely. Uh, it makes it easier to jump in and have them excited about something if they kind of have an understanding of the show beforehand hand anyway. Um, and it allows them to come in and share their imagination and their ideas on prop pieces and, and uh, you know, different parts about their character that they can bring um, to the show. So that's, that's a nice thing to have. Absolutely. And actually, you know, I said something wrong earlier. Um, rehearsals will actually start in December. Yes. The shows are actually going to be in February Correct. of 2020. Correct. Yes. They will be mid-February. So we know mm -hmm. we have some very talented, young, thespians in our community, but they probably couldn't turn a show around in a month. So not, yeah, not, not, not that fast. Auditions so, yes. in mid-November yes. for a mid-February show. Performances are actually going to be the weekend of February 13th through the 15th. Correct. Um, and I think a wonderful way to celebrate that yes. weekend. That'd be great. Yes, because in December we have our other Starbright production. The original Starbright yes. players. Yes. Yeah, so um, we're definitely having that 
the first weekend in December as we typically do, and this time we are doing Elf the Musical, which we are so excited about because it hasn't been done in this area. Um, and it's just such a fun show. I think anybody that watches Absolutely. Elf, you can't help but sit and laugh and enjoy that Christmas show. But there's a lot of new music and, and things that are brought to it. develops the characters a little bit more. You get to understand mom's feelings about the whole situation with Buddy the Elf showing up. And um, so it's a, it's a delight, and I think people will enjoy it because there's some new aspects and components to it um, that just really make it a fun Christmas show. It really is, and for people who have never seen a Starbright show, I, I mean, I, I know they're there. People are moving into Williamson County all the time, and even though we've been doing Starbright performances for over 20 years, for people who have never seen one, you really have to treat yourself to something like this because the level of talent is just extraordinary. It really is. We're, we're very fortunate to have incredibly talented kids, and we have an, an amazing team of directors. Um, that not are only teaching actors on stage, um, but we now have an artistic director with our staff, and she's also teaching the crew throughout the time. The crew doesn't just show up the last week and learn how to move the set pieces. They are um, very much involved in the whole process, and she's teaching them about uh, being a prop master and um, using different equipment and things and, and developing sets. And um, it's really, really a neat component that we've added to the Starbright program that we're really proud mm -hmm. of. Um, but Because we all know how much we depend on those people. Absolutely. Acting's just one portion of, right. of the performing arts. There's so many other things that go into and it. And there's kids that love the theater aspect, but they don't necessarily want to be the star on stage. They just like being involved in the production as mm -hmm. a whole. And so this is a really neat component that we've added that I'm really proud of. Absolutely. Um, and these Starbright shows, like Laurie said, are the first full weekend in December. They run Thursday, December the 5th through Sunday, December the 8th. Tickets are going to go on sale November the 3rd. No, tickets will actually be on sale um, a few weeks starting or a few weeks out. Uh, they'll be $10 per show through November the 30th and then $12 per show beginning December 1st. Um, they'll be available for sale beginning November the 7th. Correct. Wonderful. So again, more information about that program is also through our website at wcparksandrec.com. And then one other component we should add while we're talking about children's theater opportunities mm -hmm. is our newest children's theater program, yes. Little Stars. So people are going to pick up, hopefully, that we have um, a resounding thing, a theme that goes through all of our programs um, for theater, and that is the word star. Um, obviously a star on stage and star behind stage and those types of things. So we are now having a preschool program that has taken off at our Longview Recreation Center in Spring Hill. And that program is called Little Stars. Um, and so we are excited to have Julia going down there to teaching a class. We had very successful preschool theater camps this past summer and had a lot of people asking to do more of that for that preschool age. So we've developed Little Stars. Um, it's currently going on at Longview, and then we'll be starting another um, series again in January. So we're hoping that people with preschool-age children um, that obviously have a flair for performing, um, that we would love to have them included in this class. And parents, you know who you are. You can <laughs> tell from your child if they have yes. a, an, an inkling, a direction, a calling to the stage, you can usually tell pretty early. Right. And like you said, this one obviously is before they're reading very thoroughly. So it's a lot of pantomime and um, game, theater games and things like that, um, learning songs. and uh, But we've had a lot of different themes that the kids have just had so much fun with. So we definitely encourage it's a, it's a great time for kids to come out and 
uh, play together and learn about theater and have fun performing. Absolutely. Information about our next session of Little Stars will also be coming out in our winter newsletter around the middle of November, so be sure to check that out. Absolutely. All right, well, let's move on to another type of art. Yes. Um, and we'll talk about some of our, I'm not sure what the right term is, maybe you can help me, if it's cultural art, fine art, arts and crafts. Typically the arts and crafts component is referred to as a visual art because it's something that you Thank can you. and see. So we, we definitely have performance arts, we have cultural arts programs, but this is what we consider a visual art. So I have a couple different things to talk about. Um, we have some great programmers that are really working um, with different people in the community, bringing in a lot of new instructors, uh, a lot of different mediums of visual art. So what I wanted to talk about today was a couple, um, brought some visual Visuals, effects. Yes. yes. So this is a class we have coming up in mixed media. Uh, we have this one, and then I'm going to hold this one up to you a little bit. That's the pumpkins. And what's really unique about this is these aren't just painted, um, and they kind of have a vintage look to them. But this is called mixed media. And this is about a four-hour class, um, but it goes by very quickly. My son and mm -hmm. I have both taken these and really enjoy them. Uh, we have these classes for teens, for adults, and a senior's class as well. So we've got different um, age and different projects for different groups. Um, but this is one that's just open to adults in general. Um, and these are really neat because this is all created from a layering technique. So you actually start gluing different vintage papers to your canvas and you create a seal over that. And then you start adding different components. There's some stamping, some painting. Um, you add other paperwork and then you do some collage effects over it. And it just really creates really, really um, interesting pieces. And when I took the class, what I thought was the most unusual about it is we had six ladies in our class. And every single person did basically the same artwork, but it all looked very unique different. and different. And so everybody kind of had their own um, taste on things and, and be able to put in different aspects that they liked of stamps and paper and uh, different color schemes and things like that. So it's a really neat component and we're really trying to um, teach the community a little bit more about mixed media. It's such an interesting class and we really think people would enjoy it just trying to get it out there, what it really entails. So Absolutely. Well, and I love the fact that a lot of these are guided projects. Yes. Um, because, well, especially for me, but I think a lot of people, um, if they didn't really get embedded into art as a kid, right. they're leery to take it on as an adult. They're like, well, I'm just not a good drawer right. or painter or designer or just whatever. No. And these instruction or these instructor-led programs can really walk you through all these little individual steps and ways to make this kind of stuff happen. Absolutely. To where you can come out with some really good looking pieces. Right. You know, and they're just fun. And I think people are more talented than they realize that everybody has a little bit of creativity in them. Um, even if you think you don't, um, coming to classes and working with instructors, these instructors that we have on staff, we are so fortunate. We are blessed with very, very high quality instructors that all have um, a true passion for teaching and sharing mm -hmm. their art. And so I think that they, they can simplify things as much as possible, and then they can also challenge the more intermediate artists as well. Um, but it's a great um, program to have along with Parks and Recreation. And um, we're, we're very, very blessed in the fact that we have an astounding array of different types of mediums of art. 
Absolutely. And there's so many different programs, we can't cover them all. Um, but if you look through our website or through our quarterly newsletter, um, right now That's it's in a arts and crafts section. Oh, and there's also the individual like programming division booklets that you right. guys put into the respective recreation so, centers um, about the particular classes that they have at that facility. Um, there's so many different things. There are art for you know people who are really into particular art mediums. Right. We have open art studios um, for people who are just looking for fun little one time a great fun night for the family right. we do have a lot of great family paint nights yes um, that we've done ourselves and it's so much fun it's just something different to do with the family um, there's multiple different mediums like you said there's multiple different kinds of projects. They're all a lot of seasonal based projects if you're looking to add decor into your home or things like that. So And there's a good social, social component of art too. It's you can get on your computer and, and get on Pinterest and do step by step projects at home. But coming into class, you um, get to have the social aspect of working with people side by side, doing art with you, um, and you start developing friendships, and um, it's just a great thing. I love our open art studios where we have people that you know they're there week after week and have really developed good friendships and are creating beautiful art. So, Well, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to come in and talk to us a little bit about some of your fall programs. Again, guys, remember information about all of these programs plus additional classes is available through our website at wcparksandrec.com. I want to thank you guys for joining us for today's show. We'll see you next time. And until then, remember, Williamson County, it's all about you.